guys, welcome to Willow Spots with Mommy and Uncle Eddie. They're the best Mommy and Uncle Eddie ever. Hope you enjoy. Shrimpgate's electric. How could you not love Shrimpgate? In the world, are we still shaming people for their bodies? Truly. He's just kissing girls. He's in the moment. These girls want to kiss him. They're all beautiful. He's beautiful. So of course he's going to be kissing everyone. I knew when Cheyenne was going to do the Baywatch thing that she was going to jump in Koala Move and make out with Clayton. Cheyenne... Right? Am I saying Or Shanae? I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. Alrighty, Rosebuds Nation. What's up? What's going on? It is thy Edward Clayton season night three. The Bachelor. Just a solo episode tonight. Lynn had some things to attest to, but don't worry. I got the hot takes. Lots of thoughts. We had a week off. Lots to recap. And we're going to have a great time. I, I have an issue with the episodes that start right with the rose ceremony. Now, we had two weeks off of The Bachelor, and we kind of forgot how it ended, and then it went right into the rose ceremony. I just wasn't that into it from the get-go. So, the rose ceremonies need to stay for the end. That's what I, like, the end of the episode, especially with the two-week break, like, I wasn't like, oh, who's going to get sent home? I kind of forgot about it. So, here's my formal petition uh, Jesse Palmer, get rid of the damn rose ceremony cliffhangers. We don't like them. We don't want them. We don't need them. They don't do anything for us. They don't build anticipation. I just wanted to go on with the rest of the episode. Who got the group dates? Who got the um, single dates? All right. So don't love that it started with the rose ceremony. That being said, we got right into the Cassidy drama. Now, Lynn and I have said this from the get-go, you beautiful rose batches. We are excited about this season because it's going to be old school Bachelor drama. Girl drama, fighting over it, dumb shit, exes from the past, etc. And that's what this Cassidy and Shanae is bringing. And if you don't like it, then don't watch the show because this is great. Okay, I need girl on girl drama. It's terrific. It's better than guy on guy drama. The guy on guy drama, in my opinion, just isn't as fun. The girl on girl drama is mean. It's catty. Shrimpgate? Shrimpgate's electric. How could you not love Shrimpgate? And what Cassidy just straight up manipulated and lied to Clayton? I mean, it's pure electricity. So, the episode starts with Cassidy having a friend with benefits before leaving the show. Now, guys, this was very interesting, the way she worded this. Did you guys catch on this? Um, Clayton straight up asked her when he pulled her aside, like, did you were you dating anyone or were you with someone before you come on the show? Um, her exact quote, I had to rewind a couple times. Quote, I have not spoken to a guy that I have any interest in a relationship with in a very long time. So she didn't deny it, right? He said, were you talking to anyone or with anyone? All she said was, I have not talked to anyone I wanted to date. A.K.A., and we saw this in a couple minutes later, if I was talking to anyone, I was just hooking up with them. I didn't really want to date them. Not what Clayton was asking, honey. But you got to give Cassidy credit. Someone said it was either Cheyenne or or Shanae, whatever the hell her name is, or Cassidy, they're they're smart girls. They know what they're doing. They're not idiots. So by her saying, I have not spoken to a guy that I have any interest in a relationship in a very long time, she said it so convincingly. She said it uh, with authority. So, you know, if Clayton was a dummy, which he is not, he would have taken that and, like, ran with. So there was a lot of editing, and we didn't really get to see. Like, did he question her on that? Because right away, I'd be like, honey, that's not the question I asked. Or I would have been like, okay, so you were hooking up with a guy. Like, I thought it was pretty smart on her end to word it like that, but then she ended up getting caught. Um, so she really didn't deny it. So hat tip to Cassidy on that one. Bitch got moves. 
And we already know, we said on last episode, Cassidy went on TikTok and, like, blew up the world, saying, like, I hooked up with this guy, and then he sent me home. So it was dumb. So then he walks away. This is what I mean, like, the editing was sus. We don't know what was said, because then they came back, and they were talking in a bathroom. Did you guys notice that, how they were having this conversation on, like, a couch, and then they edited, the episode went on, like, a minute later, they came back and were sitting on the edge of the bathtub? Like, did she, who, who brought them to the bathtub? Did she think they were going to fill it up with bubble baths and, like, start making out with each other? Where'd the bathroom conversation go? Do you have serious conversations like that in the Bachelor Mansion bathroom? So then she finally says, I sl- like, and the way she said, I slept with this guy a few times, like, before I left, it was nothing. So then, then she, so, there's a couple of questions we have to talk about. One, everyone's asking, should Clayton send her home? Two, should the way he sent her home, was it right? Okay. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Might be a little bit of a hot take, but who gives a shit? You guys love me. I love you, Rose Batches. Batch, batch, batch. I think Clayton was correct to send her home in that moment because he sent her home for essentially lying. He did not send her home. This is very important. He did not send her home just because she was hooking up with a guy a couple weeks or whatever before the show. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. He sent her home because of the lie. Really, bud, like, yeah, it sucks that she's FaceTiming this guy, hooking up with this guy, yada, yada, yada. But if you believe her in that moment, which you probably would, that it was nothing and and all of this, you can't, like, I think uh, the Barstool Girls had a good tweet. Like, you can't really, like, what's the uh, protocol for how long you're allowed to be hooking up with someone before the show? It's 2022, dude. Like, people are going to be hooking up with people. Uh, you think she was just sitting around waiting for you? Like, so I think he sent her home for lying. That's fine. I think if he would have sent her home, this is going to get me in trouble. I think if he would have sent her home before, like, because she was hooking up with a guy, not okay. And he really, like, I guess he can do whatever the hell he wants, right? Jesse Palmer said there's no rules, which was iconic. But the, is what I'm saying, this is tough when you have no co-host, is what I'm saying makes sense? Sent home lying, good. Sent home for hooking up, no good. Sent home for lying and hooking up, well, that's tough, girl. That's tough. And I should say this, because you guys are going to be all over me. Like, if she was hooking up with this guy and FaceTiming him, like, I can't wait, I'll see you when I get home, baby. Yeah, not great. But if she was truly, like her TikTok said, hooking up with this guy, and like, all right, he's done, now I'm going on The Bachelor, and then when I come home, if I don't work out, yeah, I'll hook back up with you. Nothing wrong with that. To be honest, if that's the case. So, a lot to do now, nothing. I think he was just, like, not into her and wanted to send her home. Bye, boy. Then we have the rose ceremony, which I already said that I wasn't a fan of. I don't see why we need to have a cliffhanger rose ceremony. I just wasn't into it. But the rose ceremony order went Liza, Rachel, Serene, Sierra, Sarah, Sierra, Teddy, uh, Lindsay, Jill. Jill's got zero airtime, by the way. Dead husband ashes or dead boyfriend ashes. Gabby. Can't wait to talk about Gabby. Sexy Dr. Kira. Shout out Philly. Mira, Marlena, Genevieve, Hunter, Melina, Elizabeth, and Cheyenne. So going home was Kate. Kate had some all-time quotes. We're going to get into Walt Whitman, best dress, worst dress, and everything. Um, Kate, NC. Tessa and Cassidy all went home. So then we get into the meat of the episode, which I'm excited to discuss. Um, 
Rosebud's podcast on Instagram. You know the deal. Shout out everyone listening. All the DMs love it. Love you, betches. We're on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, tell a friend. You know the deal. We're going to have Walt Whitman Poetry Hour, Best Dress, Worst Dress, Bachelor Nation News, Miscellaneous. And I have a fun ticket giveaway, live in-person event giveaway. So don't fast forward in a couple minutes when I do the giveaway. It's contest and get on Instagram because first one to win it wins it. You're going to love this ticket giveaway. Trust me. It's a fun one. All right. So then we have the group date with Caitlin Bristow. It's a very good group date. But before we get into the meat of it, why is Caitlin Bristow on every episode? Internet was going nuts. Now, love we love Caitlin Bristow, right? Her and Jason. Although she had a weird Instagram post where she talked about his dick this weekend, uh, earmuffs, which I did not like. It wasn't tasteful. Lynn and I talked about these sexual innuendos a couple weeks ago. There's a line. Like, you can do it cute. But she was like, I forget what the exact Instagram post was. And let me know what you guys think. I thought it was a bit too much. Go on Caitlin Bristow's Instagram and tell me what you think. I thought, eh, come on, girl. We don't need it. But that's her. That's Caitlin. Sex positive. We, we love it. But let me know what you think. But why is she always on the show? And for this date, is she cheap? Do we love her? Non-controversial? Still within Bachelor Parad- uh, um, the franchise? She has brand equity. People love her. She's going on tour, which I've been to, which we talked about. Why is it always her? Question number one. I mean, she was also the um, Chris Harrison replacement. So then we have the thing, stand up. This is the crux of the date. It was very well shot in terms of the black background. It's, it gave a very serious tone, which I appreciated. And the conversations and the topics, whew, we're getting deep, Clayton boy. Um, stand up if you did blank. So the big one, which the internet was going nuts about, was Hunter, beautiful Hunter from, I think, South Carolina. Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28, 28 years old. Um, her ex made her ch- change her hair color, get contacts to change her eye color. Just a very abusive relationship she was in, and it got emotional. And I think, you know, obviously, I've said this on many episodes, I think this show, right, we love it because it's it's supposed to be light, but whether you like the show or not, you're still watching it, if you're still listening to us, it is an iconic television show in pop culture. It's two hours on the most watched network in TV. So it has an audience. It has an influential audience. So to be talking about such a hot topic, uh, abusive relationships, I commend the show. I think they did it in a great job. Shout out Hunter for sharing it. That shit's scary. And that douchebag, like, guys like that should just, like, where, I really want to know, and maybe it's where she's from, we don't know the details, we don't know his side of the story, of course, but what shitbag treats a girl like that? Seriously, whether she's the worst human, you don't treat people like that. Treat people like how you want to be treated to get her to get different contacts to change her eye color? A part of me realizes, like, dude, like, I want to talk to him, like, yeah, what's your deal? Like, why do you think that's okay? I truly want to, truly want to know why. And I know, like, there's a million reasons, mental, um, health, everything. But like this douchebag, I was pissed. And I, I, Twitter was going nuts. Everyone was going nuts. Hunter, you're a star. We love you. Thanks for talking about it. And then the conversations just kept flowing. One hot topic after the other. Serene with her body image. Um, and then Clayton talked about his body image. That's another thing I, I think that I liked about Serene. Guys don't really talk about it, but I can tell you, guys go through it, not to the the weight that girls do, 
and females do. But guys definitely go through it, and I like that he opened up about it. He's not like macho man enough. I'm not going to talk about my feelings. It impacted his life. So I'm glad that he talked about it, and I'm glad that she realized it. And and shout out again, bringing another issue to the table. Here's a question. I can say this because I've experienced it. Why now in the world are we still shaming people for their bodies? Truly. Truly. Everyone's got a different body. You're fat. You're skinny. You're this. You're in shape. You're not. Blah, blah. Who the F cares how you look? And who are you to shame people for it? I, I'm. It's so talked about now. Body image. How to be have a healthy body. How to feel healthy in your own skin. Why are we still shaming people for their bodies? And I see it on Instagram. People commenting on these Bachelor Nation contestants like, "Oh, looking chubby," or "Oh, wow, girl, have you eaten recently?" What? First of all, why do you think you can do that? Who the hell are you? Second of all, why is it still? Th- what do you get out of it? What like looking at someone are you like, oh God, I must comment on how they look. Grow up. Worry about yourself. Worry about your own problems. Look in the mirror. How are things in your home? I just don't I'm just like so fed up with the fact that we're still talking about people talking shit on other people's bodies. Like, stop it. Who the F cares? So dumb. So juvenile. Not productive. Support them. Pick them up. Why are we putting people that... Whatever. You're getting me on it. The fact that Lynn's not here, you're getting my real thoughts. Um, Which I always do with her, but I'm just going on tangents. Okay. (sighs) Calm down, Edward. So this was a good date. It was a tough date. It was a serious date, and I liked it. Then we get to the nighttime portion of the date, and it was just like kissing central. I mean, lots of making out. And you can tell, and I said this before, episode three... Like, he's starting to feel himself. He's a little, not cocky, but he's confident as The Bachelor. He's Clayton The Bachelor. He's just kissing girls. He's in the moment. These girls want to kiss him. They're all beautiful. He's beautiful. So, of course, he's going to be kissing everyone. And they're like intense makeouts. Like, a lot of slow, romantic, passionate kissing, which I love, Avi. But the kissing is going to really... And he's in his zone. Did you guys notice that? Like when he's getting on the couch and the girl's talking, he's not even letting her finish sometimes. And he's like, here is my tongue. Kissy, kissy, smooch time. And the girls love it. It's just the tough thing. And this is like year 40 doing this. Like, you know, when you go on these group dates with eight girls, he's kissing all of them pretty intensely. So these girls are just lining up. I guess they don't give a F that they're kissing one after the other. So then Eliza gets the group date rose, and boy, is she beautiful. I mean, they all are, but, like, Eliza maybe, I hope, gets more airtime. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, the poor girl. Um, and that was the Caitlin Bristow date. Then we get the Sarah one-on-one. Sarah, Sarah one-on-one. Sarah is from 23 New York City. Cute girl. Looks young. Look, Looks like a 23-year-old. Got to be careful how I word that. And my big thing, which the internet quickly went nuts on. All right. They stripped Becca Kufrin, we'll get to in a second. Love her. Most beautiful person I've seen in... Most beautiful Bachelor Nation person I've seen in person, I would say. We interviewed her and Garrett RIP a couple years ago. Great interview in person. Listen to that. My issue with this date, and not issue, but like it was stripped down and get naked. What do you think I'm going to say? I want you guys shouting from your car if you're driving to work. What do you think my issue was with the date? Like, and this is where I wish Lynn was here. For her... 
and him to get naked like that. And uh, she wore that dress, and she had on very appropriate underwear, in my opinion, matching underwear. And, like, I think, I'm not a girl, but if I was wearing that type of spring, springy-type dress, I wouldn't be wearing that bra with it, number one. Number two, and two, like, I feel like they told her, like, hey, wear supportive, or I guess what I'm trying to say is, was she tipped off that she'd be running around naked in underwear? Because she was dressed in the best athletic bra underwear set I think she could have been, in my opinion. Um, and Col- um, Clayton, too, had, like, bra- matching black boxer briefs on. Also, like, what if she was wearing not matching underwear? Like, what if she was truly in, like, some sort of, like, actual underwear, not sporty underwear? But anyway, I'm saying the word underwear a lot. I'm sure it's very uncomfortable. But she had to been tipped off that she would be taking her clothes off, right? You just don't naturally wear that matching outfit, that supportive, sporty-type outfit with that sexy dress under it. Right? Am I wrong? Please. Seriously. Roosevelt's podcast on Instagram. I'll answer you. Or publicly shame me if I'm wrong. I just thought it was a little too coincidental that she was wearing that. I thought she'd have on, like, normal, like, stuff under it. Then, how do we feel about them running around naked in L.A.? Is that, I, I thought it was funny. I, I didn't do much for me. I had no problem with it. I thought it was funny. I, it didn't, like, eh, didn't move the needle. But people are kind of pissed that they made them strip down naked and run around in public like that. Listen, that shit don't bother me. They signed up for the show. They knew what they're getting into. I'm sure they were tipped off a little bit beforehand. If they were truly uncomfortable with it, that then I think if they were truly uncomfortable with it and didn't want to do it and The Bachelor made them do it, then we have a problem. But it seemed like both of them were game, right? So I didn't have a problem with that. And Becca Kufrin, again, is she LA-based? She's on the cheap. She's still in Bachelor Nation. She's dating that Thomas guy, which I do not get. Why was she that? Wow, who is she? The naked runner around her? Like, why do we pick her? I think she did fine. She didn't really bring much value to it. I think it was good that she was there. So then at night, and the singing thing. I mean, her rap was unreal. Like very funny. It was great. And he was like, "Oh, I don't really sing in public. Like, did he have a trauma? Why don't you sing in public, dude? No one. Everyone. You're dressed in underwear." We're not expecting you to be Justin Bieber. Just sing the damn song. Did you have a background drama, personal issue? That, oh, I can't sing in underwear in Los Angeles. Like, what was that about? Sack up, nut up, sing the damn song. She's naked, basically. And you're like, I don't want to sing. Whatever. That bothered me. Unless he had an issue where he was bullied, whatever. Fine. But like, oh, man, I really had to overcome this issue of singing in public. Who the F cares? You're the bachelor. Have fun. That was weird. Maybe there's more there. But then at nighttime, they go to the Van Gogh exhibit, which the Van Gogh exhibit came to Philly. I didn't go, but people loved it. So that was pretty cool. Very romantic. Um, This is where it gets more personal. She talks about the troubles troubles, uh, that she went through when she found out she was adopted. Um, Explained her background. I think it was nice that she did that. And I think she's pretty mature for a uh, 23-year-old. And we'll see. I like Sarah. That's the first we really got to see her. You know, maybe she'll make a little bit of a run here. I think he's into her. I think he's smitten by her. Um, obviously, a little bit of kissing. And then she gets the group date rose. So Sarah from New York City is here. And I think she'll be here to stay. Shout out, Sarah. Um, Alrighty. And then we get Shrimpgate, which, I mean, I loved it. The cattiness. The pettiness. Give me everything that has to do with Shrimpgate. Honestly. 
I mean, Cheyenne eats a million shrimp, then makes her own. No one wants her shrimp. First of all, is making like who? I'm not a shrimp guy. I know people like it. Is that a thing you just make casually in Bachelor Nation, not net uh, mansion? And Lynn would be here. I was like, girls don't really just hang out in their underwear like that. Cheyenne does. The girls did, and they probably got pretty drunk. Getting drunk, eating shrimp, hell of a day. The cattiness of Shrimpgate, I loved, 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 loved. And then when she went over to the hot tub and uh, Elizabeth wouldn't even acknowledge her, I would have thrown the shrimp in the bitch's face. Honestly, that would have been amazing. Like, get your damn shrimp. I'm the shrimp mate. I'm the shrimp queen. This is my shrimp. And she's like, I can make shrimp. Oh, my God. Yes. I loved it. Did you love Shrimpgate? Because I love Shrimpgate. It reminded me of Scallop Fingers. Shout out her. What was her name? Kristen Whitney. I wonder if she's still around. We interviewed her, too, a couple years back. But Shrimpgate was great. Needed more. Need more pettiness. Need more cattiness. I mean, Cheyenne is just so in the wrong. It's awful. Poor Elizabeth is getting, like... And when they casted this, I mean, shout out those producers. They're probably eating at Elizabeth left and right. I mean, that poor girl can't handle it. And Cheyenne's getting to her. And Cheyenne's smart. She knows what she's doing. It's entertaining. All right. Group date. Baywatch. Um, Question. Before we get to them putting on the red bathing suits, um, did the girls know, like, why did, they knew they were going to the beach, right? Why did some have bathing suits on and some had, like, dresses on? I think one of the girls had, like, a nude dress on. The others were, like, in bathing suits. And other girls were, like, had blouse. Why? If you're going to the beach, shouldn't you have worn a bathing suit? Or is that just, maybe they had bathing suits under it? I don't know. I thought that was weird. Then they get into the Baywatch. Uh, I guess her name was Nicole Edgar. I don't know. The only thing about Baywatch is the slow run. I'm sure I used to watch it. And David Hasselhoff. But it seems like she's a big deal in the Baywatch community, which is great. Fun date. Uh, now, what did you guys think of them putting on the red? That's also a go-to Halloween costume. If you're like a hot chick, the ba- I feel like every girl in college wore like you had the life saver thing and the red Baywatch outfit. Easy. Done. Unless you're in a cold weather place. Um, what do you guys think of the red bathing suits? Is that like, did we sexualize them? Is it, I, you know, I thought it was funny. Like, it was cute. It was funny. They all were into it. That's the thing. They were all into it. So I thought it was cute. And to have the Baywatch girl there, pretty cool. I would love doing that. If, like, Tom Cruise came and I and said, like, reenact um, Risky Business where he slides across the floor in the shirt, I would do that. 100%. 100 p percent. Even if I had to get naked. Um, I knew. I And I wrote this down even before it aired. They're all doing their thing. They're twirling their hair. They're jumping. They're koala moving. Clayton, Clayton, Clayton. I knew when Cheyenne was going to do the Baywatch thing that she was going to jump and koala move and make out with Clayton. Called it. I think everyone in Bachelor Nation knew it. It was just so obvious that he was going to do it. She was going to do it. And I'm glad she did it. And the music was great. And the girls are like, oh, here goes this bitch again. She, I mean, I, as far as a villain's concerned, Cheyenne is, gr- uh, right, Cheyenne? Cheyenne is great. Big fan. Love that the girls got pissed. Now, if you're Clayton and Cheyenne does that to you, okay, do you continue to make out with her? Now, as a heterosexual man, the answer is probably yes. This girl's jumping on top of you. You're probably going to make out, like, you ain't going to stop her. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I know there's a bunch of other girls watching him, but again, as I said earlier this episode, uh, 
the dude's in makeout mode now. Makeout mode activated for Clayton. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Kissing, kissing, kissing. The dude's ma- he'll make out with the wall if they're interested. He's just feeling himself. So of course he's gonna do it. So I like the day. I thought it was fun, easy, local, all LA based. And Gabby wins a date. And or does she win a date? I guess yeah. She won extra time. Gabby, what does her voice remind me of? She is really cute, very good looking. Gabby, I think, is the nurse from Denver. Um, spells her name kind of weird, right? Gabby, yes, nurse from Denver. Um, 30 years old. Very attractive. Uh, what is up with her voice, though? Who does it sound like? She Does she sound like the lady from... Um, oh, I know. She sounds like the lady from uh, uh, Legally Blonde. Not Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my God. The actress that does Bend and Snap. I'm taking the dog. What's that actress name? Fudge Muffin. Oh, my God. That's going to kill me. Anyway, that's who Gabby sounds like, whoever that is. Um, She gets extra time making out. Why? And also, West Coast Rose Betches. What's up with the really cool lifeguard stands you guys have? Our East Coast lifeguard stands are not that fun. I feel like I could live in one of them. They're really cool. And to make out in one, that'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. So then we get to the nighttime portion of the date, and Cheyenne, right? Am I saying or Shanae? I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. Uh, talks shit about Elizabeth to Clayton. Then Elizabeth talks shit to him, starts crying. Then the girls get into it. Ding, ding, ding. And I know this is I'm getting ahead of myself, but I cannot wait for next week when they play football. And I hope Cheyenne, Shanae. And Elizabeth are on the separate teams, and they deck each other. And I can't wait for it. And it's going to be exciting. There's going to be blood. Bitch blood. <laughs> bitch blood. Bitch blood sounds like, what would bitch blood? Like a dr- nah, like a drink. Like a, some sort of rosé. Or like a, a brand of liquid death. You know, the canned water. Bitch blood. Get your bitch blood here. Anywho. Um, love the bitching. I think Elizabeth's going to melt down because she's like over it. Now, like, look, it's week three. They've been in the mansion for a couple weeks, no phones. They are truly ingrained in the drama. There's no external world for them to worry about. They don't have TVs, phones, internet. They are now in this drama, so it's going to get amplified. That's why this show is truly physiologically the best, or the worst, depending on what, why you watch the show. Um, so I love the bitching, love it, going out of Shanae, just looking like an asshole. Um, all the girls getting with Elizabeth. I'm here for it. And it's the drama I want. Shanae just delivers. We'll get the well women in a second. But then Gabby gets the a group date rose. So next week previews look like the Shanae show, which I cannot wait for. Bring it on. Um, and I'm excited. What did you think of the night one? We have segments now. But what did you think of that? Our night one. Episode three. Loved it. Girl drama. Bring it. I think the Shanae show gets like one more episode. Then I want to move on. But I, I'm still here for it. I still need it, and I still want it. Rosebud's Podcast on Instagram. Okay, real quick. I have a ticket giveaway. Hopefully you don't fast forward. And in order to win these tickets, you have to get this trivia question right. This is all for my Mid-Atlantic Betches. So, if you guys want to win two tickets to see Jared Freed, comedian Jared Freed, this Friday night, January 28th, in Philadelphia at Punchline Philly, I have two tickets I can give away. Jared Freed is a hilarious comedian. We interviewed him on the show a couple episodes ago. 
So that's a fun one. He is iconic Bachelor Nation for doing like Instagram live story watch commentary. It is the fun. Him and David Spade are the funniest. They really are. So go check him out. But if you're in the Philadelphia area or Mid-Atlantic and you want to win two free tickets to this Friday night show, January 28th at Punchline Philly, you have to be the first one to answer this question correctly at Rosebud's Podcast on our DMs. First one to do it. There are nine, nine bachelor or bachelorette couples still together. Okay? Nine of them. I'm talking people that if you were on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, the person picked you and you won and you're still together. I want you to name the oldest couple still together, like earliest season, name, guy and girl name, and the most recent couple still together. So I'm looking for four names, Rosebud's Podcast on Instagram. There are nine out of 43 Bachelor and Bachelor couples still together. I want the most recent couple that's still together. I'm not talking Paradise, none of that. Got together off the show. I'm talking the winner. The Bachelor picked this person and they got engaged and married. The most recent one and the oldest one. Rosebud's Podcast on Instagram. If you get the answer right, you're going to win free tickets to see Jared Freed this Friday night, January 28th, Punchline Philly. I've seen him live. I've interviewed him. He's so funny. It's a great girls night. Punchline Philly is a great time. And if you guys know why I'm talking about them, hint, hint, wink, wink. We might be going there again. So, uh, Rosebud's Podcast on Instagram. If you want to win those. Now, guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. Ladies, I know the it's guys don't F up Valentine's Day. I am the king of Valentine's Day, and by that I mean I'm not at all. But also, we can't forget about the fellas, right? And do I have an ideal if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. The ideal item for you. It's from my boy Chad Savage. Remember we interviewed him a couple season uh last Christmas. Um, he was from HBO's 12 Dates of Christmas and ended up, uh, I think, getting engaged. Anyway, we stayed close over the years. He came out with his own watch line called Daniel Savage Watches. I'm looking at it now, and I mean, this thing, this thing is premium. Daniel Savage Watches, our boy Chad Savage, created them, built the company from scratch, and this is a premium watch. Look, I'm holding it up. I'm going to put it on. This thing is sharp. You got to get it for your boyfriend. Watches are sexy. I've been told that, all right, by some females. Watches on men are sexy, and this is a nice one, okay? Nothing more confident than a guy having a watch on. So, ladies, look at that. Come on. I can't twist my wrist that way to the camera, but look at that. Mmm. I mean, it is sharp. Daniel Savage. Watches. Uh, they're elegant. This one's got, like, a brown brown one. It's definitely classy. It's, it's super sharp. I love it. I wear it everywhere. Um... And it's just the best. And he made the company, and he's cool. He's the man. He's a good guy. And look at the packaging it comes in. You guys won't regret it. Get your boo, Valentine's Day, anniversary, great work trip, or just, you know, nice little watch on your wrist. Daniel Savage Watch. Go ahead, follow him on Instagram, and buy it for your guy. You won't, I mean, I think you're going to want to take his clothes off if he wears this watch. So, you know, if that's not a reason to get it for him, I don't know what is. Daniel Savage Watch. Shout out Chad, my boy Chad. Created these awesome watches, and this company is great. I'm going to wear it the rest of the show. How about that? All right. Walt Whitman Poetry Hour. If you're new to Rose Betches, the Rose Betch community, love you, Rose Betches, Betch, Betch, Betch. Um, I go through my favorite quotes from the episode, and we call it Walt Whitman because he was a great poetry. Po- poetrist? Poet. Jesus Christ, what an idiot. Poet. Okay. 
This one. There are no rules. Jesse said that to Clayton. I loved it. There are no rules on The Bachelor. I was like, can I take the rose back when he was talking about Cassidy? Buddy, there's no rules. Um, This is from Kate. Holy shirts and pants, y'all. What a, is she like a teacher? What was Kate? That's something I feel like a teacher would say. Oh, I don't have her job. She's 32. RIP. She's really beautiful. Um, The Wicked Witch is gone. Where is she from? Oh, Hollywood. She has like an accent, I think. Shout out, Kate. Hey, at least before she left, we got two great quotes in, right? Um, And the last Walt Women I have, there are two things Shanae can't keep out of her mouth. It's my name and shrimp. Love it. Thought we were going to say body, sexual body part there, but love it. Love it. Love it. Any good quotes? Did I miss any? Best dress, worst dress. All right, guys. I said this before and I said it again, and Clayton has addressed this on Twitter. What's the deal with the sweatshirt and blazer look? Seriously. Like, what's her name? I think Eliza wore, like, a really pretty dress, and he's wearing a sweatshirt and a blazer? Why are we doing this, Clayton? I think he said that's it. That's We're done with it. And doesn't the lead get styled? Who, what professional stylist is like, yeah, this will win over America's hearts. You'll look like a snack. I mean, he looks fine in it. Don't get me wrong. But if you're the damn bachelor, like, don't wear a sweatshirt and a blazer. Ugh, yikes. Or am I wrong? It's like, Eddie, chill the F out. Um, Genevieve wore a yellow group date dress. Loved it. But she, Genevieve is so stinking hot. Where's she? What's her story? And she had an emotional story, too. She's getting into it. Um, Genevieve. Genevieve. What do you think she goes by? That's a tough name. Genevieve. Genevieve. She's not on my list. 26 from L.A. Everyone's from L.A. She looks like... God, who does Genevieve look like? Um, Sarah Nighttime... Sarah. Sarah, baby. Sarah Nighttime Dress. Tight and white is what I do. What I wrote. I guess I liked it. And then, oh, God. Ugh, Clayton's black leather jacket. I mean, he looked like John Travolta in that motorcycle movie. Some guys can pull off leather. All girls can. Oh, my God. When the girls wear the black jacket, leather jacket, and, like, they don't put their arms in the sleeves, very hot. Um, But Clayton looked like a weirdo, like, I'm going to beat you up and take your motorcycle guy. Didn't like it. And the girl's like, oh, love a man in leather. Love a man in leather. <laughs> I thought it was awful. Truly awful. I don't know about a style. He's hot. I love when he takes his shirt off. Great build. Super hot. Great body. Not too Jack. I mean, he's Jack, but not like too Abby. Yeah, Clayton's got it going on. I think we just need to pump up the style a little bit. Bachelor Nation, miscellaneous. Love my roast betches. Miss you guys. Lynn will be back. She just had a work thing. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, love seeing you guys. Again, we're on YouTube if you want to watch us. Hello, my beautiful roast betches. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know the deal. Tell a friend. Um, Bachelor Nation news. Ratings. Um, last, they are up. Last week, they were 3.18. This week, 3.6. I've said this before. They take a week off. Ratings go. That's a lot. 3.18 to 3.6, that's a lot. Um, there's too much Bachelor shows on. Like, we've been rolling. That's why I think ratings are overall down. We miss it. We want it back. People came back to it. Oh, The Bachelor's on? I forgot. I'm going to watch. So, ratings, 3.6. Some news. 
Raven and Adam had their baby boy. Right? Baby boy. Shout out them. Friends of the program. We've interviewed them multiple times, done live shows. Beautiful. Great job. They've documented the journey. Shout out to them, lovebirds. We love you. I think the also funny thing is Raven, both Raven and Adam, like probably while sitting in a hospital bed, liked one of my Instagram posts, Eddie, Eddie underscore Rage, which I thought was very funny. So shout out to them, Raven and Adam. Great people. Another Bachelor baby in the world. Love it. This is the most random Bachelor Nation news. Jen Saviano, or Jen Sav, pregnant. And she put up an Instagram post about it. Um, who is she dating? I've, I dug. I'll ask around, but you rose bitches can dig a little more. Who is Jen Sav having this child with? Need to know, because it's not public. But shout out her. Hey, if she's happy to be pregnant and with child, we support it. Procreate, girl. She is beautiful, too. She was wild. Remember her on... um. Remember her on Bachelor in Paradise where Nick Vial basically was like, hey, I strung you along and admitted to stringing her along just so he could become the Bachelor? Iconic, but good for her. Um, Ooh, this one's juicy. Rachel Lindsay's new book came out. Now, remember, Rachel Lindsay basically is like done with Bachelor Nation, so she don't give a F. So her new book came out, and it's called Miss Me With That. Lots of Bachelor tea. Honestly, I'll be honest, I read a little bit of some articles. Um, nothing like glaring. I think nothing we haven't nothing she hasn't said publicly. Um, she addressed some of the issues with Vanessa, etc. And I think what is most interesting is just the the producer manipulation. So she does go in depth about how much the producers manipulate things. Like on her season, she had wanted nothing to do with some guys and they're like, You need to keep them around. Um and, yeah, so go buy the book. It is called Miss Me With That, Rachel Lindsay, new book coming out. And then I asked my trivia question. That is what I got. Other shows we're watching, obviously, Summer House on Bravo. Love it. We can talk to you all about that. Um, Cheer on Netflix, obsessed. And, obviously, Ozark just came back, obsessed with that as well. Lana, I haven't watched Younger yet. I will get around to it. And I just went to Scottsdale, Arizona, and wow, what a place. Highly recommend. That street in Old Town, wow, 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 wow. Definitely go there if you can. I mean, if you're a bachelorette, it was all dudes, honestly. If you're a bachelorette party, you guys should go to Scottsdale. That's why I'm like, for bachelor parties, go to Nashville because it's all bachelorette parties. It's just great. And Nashville's just the best city ever. Shout out country music. Shout out Chris Lane. I, we, I know he's married to Lauren Bush now. I've been listening to him on repeat nonstop. That song, I Don't Know About You, I've just been quoting it all day. He's a winner. I'm going to try to see him live soon. And I know he's loosely related to Bachelor Nation. So that's what I got, Rose Betches. Eddie, let me know what you think. Rose Betches, please let me know what you think. I'm back on the DMs. We're talking. Tell a friend. Tell your mama. Tell your brother. Tell your sister. Tell your mother. Get yourself, you get your man in your life, your dad, your uncle, your cousin, your colleague, a Chad Savage creation, Daniel Savage Watch. Fire, fire merch. Again, slide in our DMs if you want to win those two free tickets to Jared Freed's show this Friday night at Punchline Philly. It's the best. Comedy shows are the best, guys. You go, great date night spot, too, especially first date or anything. Um, Jared Freed's fun, does a lot of crowd work. I definitely personally endorse his comedy. And we will see you next week. What do you guys think? Like us, shoot us a comment. Treat yourself well. If you're getting snow this week, stay warm. If you have an old person, help out with shoveling, help a neighbor. Stop talking shit on people's bodies. Love everyone, and we'll have a great time. 
All right, Rose Batches, Batch, Batch, Batch. See you guys later. You're listening to Rose Batches, everybody, with Mommy and Uncle Eddie. They're the best Mommy and Uncle Eddie ever.